welcome, welcome to, to newness. newness. Yay. You got it almost correctly. Yeah. I mean, you really slowed down. I do. Well done. We, that was that was like that was that was like seventy five percent. I think that's pretty good. That's I pretty good. I say. Good. Yeah, we only beat ourselves when we're actually in the same room, <laughs> and that was like ninety percent. That was like wow. That's the best ever yeah. we've done. I know. <laughs> World well, best. Um, yes. I'm Mo. I am Wendy. Yes, I claim that. Oh, okay. Because I've told you, I told you now. Did you, I not tell you? You did tell me. I think I told you, was it last year that mm. I was earlier today? I'm going to just go with the Wendy thing. Mm. You know, the, well, the government name is already out there in the world. So let's monetize this ish. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm always caught by surprise when you do it. I'm like, oh, just saying. Yes, I know. She's, <laughs> claiming, she's claiming the government name. Yeah. Saying, All right. And we are the Nigerian Nunas. And we're here for a very late, uh, late <laughs> recording of our March episode due to me. I I hold responsibility for that. It's been Don't a, blame yourself. It's been a crazy Listen. month. I actually Don't thought we recorded for some fucking reason. I was like, we've recorded, right? No, we haven't. <laughs> Don't right. blame yourself, my darling. Don't blame yourself. Simply because, listen, guys. I mean, I know you love us, but technically, if you're really missing us that much, you should have told us on social media. Exactly. Comment one of our posts. You should tell us. You should tell us you love us and you miss us <laughs> because we are needy. We want that. We want that attention. Like Tinkerbell. Yes, that's <laughs> why we listen. watch K dramas. Exactly for the attention. Uh, yes. Okay. Just before we uh, continue, obviously we're going to do our usual talking about ongoing dramas and completed dramas. Just a heads up: I haven't completed any drama <laughs> this month. It's been quite busy. It's been a bit nuts for me, so I haven't been able to complete as many dramas as I wanted. I don't be able to watch as much dramas as I wanted, to be honest. Uh, but so Wendy's going to be taking that section by herself because well, she's finished something. Well, I only something. really completed one thing, so like you as well. It's uh, like, it, I think for most people who work in certain types of industry, March mm-hmm. is always going to be difficult because of the end of the financial year, mm-hmm. and there are lots of other things that happen in March because people be crazy. Exactly. So, um so i have completed one show mm. and i've discarded a few <laughs> i will get to what you discarded uh just i'll just hit just a couple of new stories that uh i found interesting this week uh so i don't know if you remember we spoke about this during the time of the bullying scandals when everybody had a scandal about bullying when they were in school um mm. do you remember uh Pakie so she is the main actress well she was the main actress actress in age of youth that she had a drama coming out called dear m that she was her her bullying scandal came almost at the tail end okay wait um, let me let's be sure about this let me clarify this in my head mm-hmm. so is she the is was she the new girl who came in yes the new girl, girl. Okay, the yes. one that did that shitty show afterwards one that did that shitty show afterwards, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love that we call it the shitty show. Uh, it is a shitty show. It is a shitty That's show. I put, as the name is escaping me at the moment. But That's because yes. the shitty show. It's, it's there's show no name. Exactly, it's because it's crap. Um, but her show, Dear M, was meant. It was meant to be like a comeback, and it was you know Vicky had already got the rights, and it was like it's coming soon. Um, but her scandal hit, and it was actually found that she it had was a true. scandal. Yes, she did. I didn't know she had a bullying scandal. Oh yeah, she what, did. What was that bullying? Was it? Was she? I know there was one that was they were talking about that she used to be mean girls people in school. She used to smoke cigarettes and things like that. She the one. I don't know about the cigarettes, but I know she was mean to people in school. I know that was okay. the overture that was going around with a lot of people. But she was like a proper bully and stuff. Um, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's in the same face, right? Because <laughs> I, I, like, really? I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that. I 
think I heard about it, but I just took myself like, okay, I'm just going to sound ridiculous. And I know it's unfair to even say this because, you know, bullies come in different shapes and sizes. Mm. But I looked at this girl's face and she's like, she's like four foot nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, who is, I mean, I just feel like, you know. I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean they, I oh, mean, they, there were a lot of allegations, and because no, yeah. of them, the show was basically taken off. Well, it, well taken off air because it wasn't allowed yeah. to air. Um, and so they were waiting for I don't know the scandal for, to, die to die down. down for the show to come back on, but it just mm. never did. And I, it was it's mm. still on my Vicky like upcoming list because it's there. But they're now going to broadcast their um, in Japan first. Uh, instead of the original plan for it and, and for air to air it in KBS, which is and very, I was like, okay, that's uh, that's that's an option, I guess. That's odd. Um, so they're going to air in Japan first, and then probably later is going to then start air in Korea because it has like the guy from NCT in it whose name I've forgotten now because I remember that this was meant to be his big break. So all the NCT seventeen people were like, what the heck? <laughs> You know, it's his big break. How come that, you know, that punishing him when it's her fault? There's a whole thing. So um, I'm sure to still get something. Yeah, I'm sure they'll you get You see, this it. is why people are going to be saying that they should be waiting to record two weeks. They should give themselves two weeks recording schedule so that people don't you know, pre-record all the shows and then you have exactly. an issue. Exactly, like record it live so that you can right. make your necessary oh, cuts no. like you need to do. But yeah, so DIM will come to our screens at some point, I'm sure, in the next year, hope maybe. Mm. I'm not that pressed to watch it, but I just felt like I remember wanting to watch it at first and now I'm like, eh, we'll see. Um, Netflix has done a deal with uh, the Taiwanese or the Taiwan Creative Agency, which is like a go- the government agency in Taiwan, which is um, involved mm. in content funding and promotion. Um, basically, the deal is to promote uh, Taiwanese series, movies, animation, and other original content to the international market. Um, it's basically giving them international exposure, very much the way um, Netflix has done various deals in Japan and also South Korea to basically bring some, you know, to co-produce shows to bring them to international eyes. Um, so I guess we'll be seeing more Taiwanese um, content on Netflix. I know there are a couple now that said I've been really good hits. Like there's one called Light in the, Light in the Night, which is on my recommended, which is this crime series. Um, and then there's also Gold Leaf. Did you say you watched Gold Leaf? Wendy? I don't know. I don't think so. No. Uh, okay, I thought you said... Cause when I saw the name... I, I don't know. I just saw the name. I was like, I'm sure... Is it one that Wendy watched? I don't know Taiwanese the name. Shows are, Taiwanese shows are pretty good. Mm, they the are. Thing is sometimes it tends to be a bit... Sometimes it can be too Chinese. And by that, I mean it tends to be over sentimental. With a lot of the content I don't that's know. Well, no, that's why, no, that's why I said... Compa- no, comparatively, mm. Taiwanese shows are generally quite good. Mm. Sometimes, like I said, they can be over sentimental if we're going to be really honest with each other. Yeah, they can be. However, the good thing about China Taiwanese shows is that they are they can be gritty. They have a grittiness to them, which I think balances out some mm. of the content that we're seeing. Mm. So it would be, and also you know, you know how I feel about usurping bullies and totalitarians. So yes, exactly. I well, yeah, I do like um, a lot of Taiwanese um, dramas. In the beginning, I watched a lot more of that than Chinese yeah. dramas. I just felt that they were just. Uh, I remember saying on one podcast that they were like the funky younger brother or the cool young brother of like you know Chinese dramas. I just found them better to watch and it was funnier and just. Uh, you call it to... gold cast? Did you say gold leaf? Okay, I'm taking notes. Yeah, I, I, you know, that's me. Yeah, like this. Anyway, there's an upcoming one called Copycat Killer, 
we should be given the Netflix treatment in terms of like, you know, marketing and everything. I read this in the trade, so I'll be looking out for that one. And just the last piece of news that I saw is that um, Taxi Driver. Oh, that's coming to Netflix, by the way, I saw. But there's also going to be a sequel. There's going to be Taxi Driver 2. But Isam is not going to be returning to the drama. Um, Isam uh, basically played the police officer who basically, you know, by the end joined the... Um, yeah, the woman. Yeah, exactly, the woman that ended which, up which joining I wish, the to gang. Be honest, you know that you and I we talked about yeah. taxi driver. Mm-hmm. It's, such great things could have happened, and then it ended up being precisely what I thought it was going to be. Exactly, but she dropped yeah. out. Uh, you know, her her agency was like, you know, they had a thorough. And I like the use of the word thorough, a thorough conversation with the production team. But the actress decided to drop out uh, due to scheduling conflicts. So. Mm-hmm. Was it a big hit? I think it was a, it was, oh, a, it was. It was a minor hit. Oh no, it? no, it was a big hit. It was a big hit. Oh, mm. okay. That's why you know there's a, there's a, there's a part two. They don't do a lot of part twos. I know, no, but listen, mm. they did. Didn't they do that one? Voice part one, two, three, and because voice is very popular. Really? Yeah. Like really? Because I what, I saw what it's you very voice, I was like, God, please stab me in the brain. It's not for now. me. It's not for me. But the voice it never was. <laughs> but okay. I. Some people tend to like that stuff. Okay, do you want to go into the ongoing shows that we're watching at the moment? You can also, Almost you know, completed first since they only did one. Okay, and go on, go so into yeah. your completed. So you finished. You said Juvenile Justice. So I finished Juvenile Justice, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to score it until you watch it because um, there's not much I can say because you've only watched like one and a half, one and a half episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it stars. I don't remember her name. What's her name? Uh, Kim Heso. Kim Heso. That was Hyena. And um, she plays a prosecutor in the Korean um, magistrate court for juvenile um, affairs. And basically her job is to see lots of young people who've committed heinous crimes and dispense justice with them. Mm-hmm. We're told in the beginning of the show that she hates juvenile um, criminals because she finds yeah. their, she finds that they never repent for their of their sins. Mm-hmm. And we're taking through... Um, we're taking through the again it's a deep dive into the juvenile system within sorry the justice system within that subsector mm-hmm. so we learn about the fact that like only 20 or how many juvenile justice magistrates in the whole of the country mm-hmm. they have to do over was it a hundred thousand cases mm-hmm. in a year and they are not just passing judgment they are also like doing social work because they are they're the ones that are responsible for checking up on these children mm-hmm. and i'm like excuse you that's too much work but uh, <laughs> but we were introduced to her and um, we can obviously tell that she's a different sort of character because, I mean, this woman, they, they, they went for the pale makeup. And by that, I mean bloodless. The woman does not have lipstick. In fact, they make very her... Very stern. Mm. Very stern. And not just stern, but stern, hardworking. Mm. And she looks like, you can imagine that she looks like, she looks exactly like someone who never goes out in the sun. Because, not because, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm trying to keep my skin. It's because she looks as though she works during in, indoors all day and she's a workaholic she's very obsessed sort of character mm. anyway we are taking through her life and we're taking through certain things that occur within her court and consequently we are told more about her story as that goes on i have thoughts but i think you watch when you finish watching it let's talk about it in more detail okay fascinating fascinating as a whole though. okay okay um do since we've watched let me see uh have you got anything apart from actually could you start with your take on crazy love because that's one i am currently well i'll say watching very loosely but yeah do you want to start with your do you you start with crazy love because um 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a word that I have used in a lot of the shows that I have dropped. Mm-hmm. And the word is charmless. Mm. It lacks charm. In where certain shows are full of charm, this lacks charm. Now, it stars our boy from Perfect World thing, that one that the Sibs didn't like because he said he dressed badly. He dressed um, better than this one. Uh, Kim Jae-wook. Kim Jae That's the one. And then it stars Crystal Young, who mm. I know her name because I'd seen her in a show with her sister and I really like that show. And because of that, I decided to support her career. But she has been hitting a lot of really, really shitty shots. Yeah, recently. I didn't like her last drama either. The I didn't like it. I'm not liking this one either. Police Academy. And I'm not going to watch cold. it because I'm going to... Yes, oh God, that was a crap one. Mm. So this as well, I'm going to drop, to be honest. I've already dropped it because I watched... I think I watched the four episodes that were online because I was like, just push through it, Wendy. I was like, no, that shit is not going through. Um, so basically, so Charmless is about a, the good thing about it is about a CEO. Crazy love. A, I love you call it Charmless. That's oh, sorry. <laughs> Crazy love. Sorry. Crazy love. <laughs> it's the back, it's the back of the, Crazy love is about the CEO of these sort of super hog one. Should be they're called hog one, aren't they? Yeah. Like the way if you hear Mo going, oh my God, I can't, I can't allow myself to laugh because she has a headache. So she's no, she's <laughs> laughing at, at, you know, hitting herself about the head and the like, how could you, how dare you laugh? Well, you know you have a headache. Anyway, why because we're saying so yeah. it's like the head of this super uber hog one in Korea, which is a private academy mm. that and he's known as the best maths teacher in the universe. Yep. Um and he's uh, obviously as these characters I want to be, particularly this specific character, this specific actor seems to play a lot of these types of character, which I think is too old for by now. Because if you look at his face, his face is even the makeup that's on his face. Is wow. Even too for that shit. Anyway, but that's hey, listen, that's what they say for women. So excuse you, we're gonna say the same for a man. If he looks, or he looks, he does look old. He looks older. He looks over made up. He should. They should have looked on for a more natural look. Anyway, so he plays this evil main CEO who is evil and mean to people. And he has a secretary who is Crystal Young, and he's evil and mean to her. But we know that he has a stalker in the first episode because because gets sent some weird random shit in the mail. And I'm like, excuse me, what? And then he puts in a secret room, and I'm like, what are you, a serial killer stalker? I just yeah, that was what really bizarre. Yeah, I, I mean, you got a dead rat, and he puts in. I'm sorry, you got a dead rat. You throw the shit away. I don't know what you're trying to dissect on that bullshit. Anyway, um, so even beyond, um. Then, um, what happens? Then, then Crystal, um, so Crystal is getting headaches. Go and, go and get a, go get a Korean MRI. You never know because it turns out that she she's dying because she has blood clots in the brain or something like that. Mm-hmm. And after that, she gets it up. She gets, she gets courage from the tumor to go and attack him in his house. And I think that's how we finished episode episode one, wasn't it? Yeah, where basically. she goes to and attack him. Yeah, we're now going to episode two, and it's even more shit. And the most frustrating thing about episode two is that half of it was a recap of every episode one, done from a different person's perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you guys do not have content, stop the show. Okay, just stop the show. We don't need to know because we already watched it um, in episode one. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> wow, you have a strong feeling. Uh, just to uh, just insert as well. With Kim Jae Wook's character, the superstar tutor, he gets hit by a car at the end of episode yeah, one, yeah. Um, yeah. which is he lands into hospital and uh, then gets amnesia. Um, 
Well, you know they already wow. gave it, they already if you read if you read the synopsis wow. of the show they already gave if they already gave up the secret yeah they gave true. up the secret true, in true. the beginning of in, in the synopsis of the show true true um yeah. anyway yeah. I'm is not, it on platform or is it on streamers or streamers well it's it's on Disney Plus but region locked so okay. it's I watched it off platform I watched it off platform too and uh, I just found I mean the only thing I like about it. Is that I like that tutors are given idol treatments. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, these are people that should be treated as idols. But I, the tone of the show, because I can see that they're going for funny yet dark, um, and I'm not sure that they're they're actually achieving that. I mean, I found a lot of it like the the exposition in episode one was ridiculous. Too much. It was, there's actually a scene where she walks into the, uh, the, 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 what's the, hog one. the hog one and they, they have all the tutors that are the characters in the show. And they basically like almost like explain who each person is. And that goes on for about 10 minutes. Six minutes. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, this is, I, I get it, but this is a lot. And the, and I could, you could, and have, the you could have done that further on in the show. Yeah. You could have done that. You could have had it where she's, you, where each time she walks into the hog when we have a new character sort of pop up. Exactly. And, some imagination. And the device wasn't used properly because it was like, oh, she just walks in and all of a sudden her imagination takes over and then she all the characters introduced then she just snaps out her daydream and goes back upstairs it's it didn't work <laughs> it was very and my disjointed issue when she was doing that shit was that i'm very mm. sorry mm. if your life is so difficult and you have to run up and down do you have time to stand around daydreaming yeah you obviously don't have time that's, and if you can stand out daydreaming then there's so much give you more work to do you that's why out. it just didn't work and i know that they had the blue screen and they're like shit man we've got some tech let's use it in this scene let's make them massive because to me, it was just like a little blatant display of, yeah, we, we had some money thrown at this and we decided to do some like really good effects, but I didn't think the effects were that amazing. And it was just, um, it was just a disjointed scene. And that, how I left episode one was like, uh, okay, I don't know if I want to do this again for episode two. Um, so yeah, it probably could be one. I'm, I've only watched episode one, two, and three. Um, Someone I know mm. online was telling me that oh it gets better, but no, I don't it know I if four. I it can doesn't get better. Be How many episodes is meant to be? I've watched all all the episodes that are off platform, which is all the episodes that have come out. Yeah, it does not get better. It is charmless. It is a crap show. Please move on with your life. Don't don't even waste your time on this BS. <laughs> I, myself, shout out how I watched it. I, oddly enough, I was watching the show, reading the subtitles, and reading a book. That's how bad it was. Please, no, no, don't do that to yourself. That's job. Don't, don't, that's joblessness. You need to stop. So, um, <laughs> you need to stop. Um, I'm sorry, Abigail. You are military um, prosecutor Doberman. This uh, is one God. that you kind of teased because you wanted to know how I thought, of what I thought about it, and everything. And how many episodes have you watched? I have watched two. And okay, because I tapped out after was it two or three? You okay? You and, watched three. Okay, okay. And that represents my score for it. Tell me why. Three over ten. Tell me why. Charm, another charmless Charmless. show. Tell me why it's charmless. Oh, God. The female lead. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, stop, stop. Okay, you need to stop getting me excited. Okay. I'm sorry. Is it my fault that I'm a wonderful, charming person? Joboa. Joboa is not selling me this role at all. She's that female lead, right? Yes. Like she was in Tale of the Nine Tailed, Temperature of Love. And I realized, and I realized. My strange hero. 
But I realized something. Yeah. Just some, let me so interrupt you. I realized something. That yes, Gumio tile shitty crap thing was shitty crap. But I realized that she did not tell me either in that show. No, she did not. Which, which makes me think that That's I'm wrong. sorry. Is this girl the problem? I don't want to say she's the problem. A lot of people like my strange hero. I didn't like it. Um, and what is my strange hero? I don't think I watched it. No, nah, we didn't discuss it at the time. It was one of those shows. Um, but a lot of people like it, but I didn't like it. But yeah, Joboa, please let me see what's in the So let's just give you an overview of what this show is about. Oh, yes, of course. It is about a, a guy who is basically a shiftless little asshole who ends up in the military because he wants to become rich and while he goes into you no know, okay so he's a so, guy who was who goes to school you know he in high school we introduced to him as a shiftless person and he decides he doesn't want to go to the military and if you only finish middle school in korea you don't get to go into the military if you finish middle school and your gd you don't get to go to the military so he decides to drop out of school do his gd and obviously he has he goes and then studies to become a lawyer now korea being the sort of meritocracy that it is when he goes for jobs, he doesn't get it because he doesn't have an advanced university degree, blah, blah, blah. And what does he do anytime he doesn't get a job? I don't remember. He throws a chair at the interior. Oh, <laughs> right, that. Okay. Yeah, I was so like, I okay. That, how, that is how out of it I was when I was watching this because I was so, even at that point, I was like, firstly, I was like, you know, you don't have to be a lawyer. There are so many other jobs you can do. But anyway, that's beside the point. So, while he's doing this interview, we meet the nefarious villain who sees the potential of this guy and says, I have a job for you. I want you to go into the military and I'll make you shed loads of money. You'll make loads of money. Uh, but the guy's like, oh my God, me? I didn't go to university because I wanted to avoid the military because we find out his parents were in the military and they died. And I'm sure there's drama there, which I don't really there's always There's always trauma. There's always a trauma. <laughs> Anyway, so he's convinced to go into the military and becomes a prosecutor, mm. a military prosecutor. Mm. And in that, his role is not just about catching people who have turned, run, who deserts the army. It's lots of other things, obviously, that has to do with military police, mm. which I thought was going to be really interesting because, again, I like a good legal drama. I like a good deep dive into a particular sector. Mm. I don't get much of that. Anyway, he goes in the military. He starts to make money being a somewhat criminal military police no military prosecutor mm-hmm. his name is his name is dob Bear man or something like yeah, that i don't Bay know that's man. why he goes to Doberman. yeah 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 mm. then we're introduced to the real villain of the show who is a this you know snot nose shit of a kid who goes around with a doberman and that one goes around seems to get his kicks off obviously someone has been watching the recent thing that they did with that big bang people get their kicks off you know filming them and I always like how they call it sexual assault, rape, raping, mm-hmm. raping women with his with people, with his idol their, friends, with his mm-hmm. idol friends, and recording the shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, during this whole kerfuffle of a bullshit, we're introduced to our main female lead, who she's meant to be. We introduced her as being this smart military person, you know, straight line and everything like that. But she has a secret, and her secret is. During the day, she's a military prosecutor who is sassy and quick. But Bad during night. the night, she's a red-headed vigilante with her ass-kicking skill. She can kick everybody's ass. Everyone. Jack, Everybody. Bruce Screw Lee. Jack Chan. Screw Bruce Lee. Jet Li. Yeah. Screw Jet Li. Who, who the, the heck are you? Everybody. Look at these four foot two, um, whatever, you know, all of what, two pounds per scene. 
doing air kicking the thing, okay. kicking the ass of 20 odd people. Anyway, that's beside the point. So, yeah, so we were introduced to her because one of the girls that these villain does with you know goes to the hospital yeah. this girl comes i'm sure there's a story there as to how they know each other i don't really care and yeah then you know then doberman finds out that there's this person then he meets the super villain and then he finds out that this person is asking people and wants to know who that person is and all of this took place in the first three episodes and i'm like none of it makes any goddamn sense i know and by the way the super villain which i don't really get the super villain's mother yeah. is a big hoo-ha in the military. military. Mm. And somehow, somehow, I mean, me, I'll fear my mother more than anybody else. So mm. I fear my mother more than police. Because if she became like a big person in the military, she's a strict disciplinarian. Mm. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe she was too busy being in the military. But he seemed afraid of her. I've only watched episode one and two, by the way. Yeah, he seems um, afraid of her, yeah. And also, yeah. the girl, the red-headed vigilante, it seems as though her father has some relationship so, with the supervillain. Yeah, so the the supervillain, <laughs> I like what we're calling supervillain. The supervillain, the evil chable, uh, is the uh, CEO of a um, the I am defense. And I am defense. Oh, we've it's a defense we've, contractor. They do call defense. Yeah, they have a defense contractor. But the the company used to be owned by the girls. The female lead's father, because I am is actually her initials, because her initial name is Imwan, and her father was used basically used her name as the name of his company. But her father was killed, but it seems by the supervillains people, and has it took and um, basically sold the company for scraps, and then basically bought it back, and basically she, it seems to be like a revenge story that she's trying to get her father's name cleared and get the company back, blah blah blah. Um, I thought the first episode was fun. Uh, because it just seemed nonsensical, and I was like, okay, I can ride with this. However, I'm not sold on Joboya. I don't think... And she took me out of the whole thing because of when she was doing her stunts. I was just like, okay, this is very, this is a bit sloppy. I, I'm not... Okay, I don't buy into this character as such. I see what they're trying to do. She's not tomboy, but she's not girly. She's just good at her job. But she's not convincing me that she's good. I'm just kind of like, okay, there's really nothing that into you that I'm really rooting for. But I thought, okay, maybe as the drama unfolds, there'll be a bit more here that I'll be able to, you know, um, there's a bit more teeth to her probably. Um, but I've I watched the second episode and I'm still not sure. I might try the third just to just see because I should give it another chance because I found some of the first episode fun. Uh, but yeah, it's not really riding high on my shows I need to watch right now list, basically. But yeah. Should I tell what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, um, I watched this thing, the is it, um, zombie lawyer. Oh my Lord. Yes, I, I did. <laughs> and, and what, should I tell what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the first three episodes of zombie lawyers when I thought to myself, that was terrible. When did, should you be watching this? That should you was... really be watching this? And because I watched this show to the goddamn end, because I was hoping there was going to be some redemption, I decided that as if anything reminds me of any city show, I need to tap out of it. Like, I need to remove myself very quickly because I only have a precious amount of time to give to K-drama. So this is what Doberman reminds me of. Again, charm the fuck less. Charm less. Okay. I tried adult training and I dropped out that. I stopped that. Which episode? The first episode is shit. But did you watch the second? The second episode, yeah, I think I I watched part of the second episode as well. 
I think for me, the issue is I realized as I was watching that I think I'm past the age to give a shit about teenagers trying to find their sexuality. Because everything they're looking to find in themselves, I already found it, uh, number one. And I don't have any children that I'm curious enough about to see what they're going on, what's going on in their life as their teenagers. And there's nothing they're telling me that's new in the way that they're going about discovering their sexuality, discovering their way around the world. I see. So I was like, you know something, it's a really good show for like a... I don't know, 16 to 25 year old. Personally, that's me when I was watching it because I was like, after I was like, okay, so you did that, you did that, we knew you were going to do that. Oh, yeah, okay, that's a shame. Bye bye. So, yeah, okay. That was me, uh, I liked the second, the, sh- the second one. I didn't mm. like the first one, didn't relate to it as a kid mm. and trying not to masturbate. And I was like, all right, good luck to you on that. But I liked the second and I thought the, the third was interesting, whilst I didn't like how, where the story went. Or how they treated mm. that character. But, okay, mm. interesting. Yeah, so what I else? Um, I think that's basically everything that... So, what I'm okay. watching... So, yeah. I'm watching um Dr. Park Internal Clinic, Medicine Clinic. Okay. Um, mm. That I've gotten... I've constantly waiting, but I've just been very distracted. So, I've only really watched all the way. But I am Same. liking it. I am liking that, too. Um, I haven't finished I'm liking it. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm watching a Japanese drama called Ministry of Lu- a Mystery of Luna Carey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically we're introduced to this guy that looks a lot like that. Um, the Doctor Who of our age with the hair, um, Tom Baker. Tom Baker, yes, a character. Literally, he looks like with the afro, with the with the with the coat, with the scarf. It looks, it reminds me a lot of Doctor Who. Yeah. And basically, we're introduced to this character, and we introduce him as he's arrested for the murder, or and he's sorry, he's a he's a student, you know, at a university. We're introduced to him as he's arrested for the murder of um, somebody who li- who in a park near him. We now find out that he knew the person when they were in school, but supposedly they were not friends. Uh, but you know he is taken to um, taken to um, to to jail. Uh, sorry, to the police station for questioning. And then we find out that he's a very observant younger man who you know who has particular talents, and eventually he f- ends up solving the the case for the police oh. in the in that because it turns out that because of all things he observed and who he spoke to including the police officers that he was speaking to in the station he was able to reveal the truth of the story we're introduced in that place as well to um a female police officer who as you can imagine as i always talk about in the show is oppressed by, by the environment because of the way that mm-hmm. they treat her mm-hmm. and then we're introduced to the cocky young police officer who's a new who's going to be a new father who has like things going on in his life then of course the commercial older police officers are also introduced to us so that is at right now the 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 cast crew mm-hmm. and it sort of follows him as he's navigating certain circumstances that, is, that are thrown at him and the way he goes about solving them. And it, it, I'm finding it quite interesting. I've only watched um, two episodes of it, oh, okay. but I'm really finding it interesting. I'm finding the drama interesting as a whole, the storyline, the way it's going. I'm finding the character interesting. The portrayal of the character mm. is very, very funny to me because whenever I see him, I think about Tom Baker, <laughs> but I also realize there's a very Japanese person. And then I'm also looking at how he's navigating all of these spaces. And then when we are now being shown that he has sort of vulnerabilities oh. that comes about based on his, um, well, I don't know how it comes about, but there's, a, there's something that the character says saying, so you were, you were, you were that sort of child who needed to do X, Y, and Z to do x y and z and i was like oh okay break the truth okay. you, know, you know jazz jazz claps and things like that oh where are you watching so, this off platform okay so it's called mystery of luna carry and so far mystery i am of really luna carry. Okay. yes and it's 10 episodes so i figured i'm already what i'm nearly i'm like 25 percent 
I'm, no, nearly 25, okay, like 20% okay. through. Okay. So that works for okay. me. So there, yeah. That's and it's this way. I'm enjoying it. Um, what else did I watch? What else did I? What else am I watching? So I think the everything else I'm watching, you're also watching. So I'm watching 20, 30, 20, 39, business proposal, 21, 25, is it 25, 21, I don't remember one. Um, and Pachinko. Ah, Pachinko. So I know you've not watched Pachinko. I'm not going to say much about it, but I am. I started watching Pachinko right. and I watched the first three episodes of Pachinko, which mm. is everything that's out at the moment. Mm. So. I'm not going to say too much about it. I think uh, there's been so much publicity around Pachinko. So I don't think I should... Everybody pretty much knows who is in it. It's Limin Ho. For if I don't remember anybody else's name for the rest of my goddamn life, his name is now stuck in my head because it's been every goddamn word. Mm-hmm. And it follows the story... It follows a, gen, a family gen over, I think, 80 years. Mm. Um, and it looks at... Um, a lot, is it 80 years? I think 60... Um, you know, 8th generation... I forget how... I think, I think it's 8th generation, generation. Years. Yeah. 8th generation and 60 mm. years. And it follows their um, their life from um, the nineteen early nineteen tens to nineteen eighty nine, which is where we introduced the latest um, version of that um, of that family. Mm. It follows how it is that uh, a young girl was born into a family, the challenges that she faced um, mm-hmm. living in what was at that time colonized um, Korea by the Japanese how she was able to survive and what the colonization, impact of the colonization had on her family, uh, herself, and the consequent life of and the consequent family she um, she brought to the world. Mm. It stars Lee Min-ho, as I said, um, as one of, uh, as, a, as, a, as a turnkey character of the show. And it has a new, um, I forget her name now, I think, I, Lee Min, no, Lee Min-ho, I wrote her name here. I can't remember where, where it is anyway. Anyway, it, it is a very new actress, Kim Min-hee. No, mm. Kim Min-ho. That's a Kim Min-ha. Kim Min-ha, sorry. Just Kim Min-ha. Me. Kim Min-ha. She's a very new actress. I've not really seen her in anything. I went to go and check on Asian uh, Wiki and I can't find anything on her. She only did one other show. So she's the new actress. She's a new actress who comes in and she plays a younger character uh, called Sonja. And she's the younger version of Sonja. And we see the older version of Sonja. The older version of Sonja is the woman that was in um, Dear My Friends. Um, mm. The one that won the Oscar for Minari. Yep. And we see the usual you know, cast of character actors. It was when I was watching it. Because mm. um, I didn't read the book, Pachinko. Um, mm. But I did watch it. And as I was watching it, it was as a black person. Mm. Because our whole life, we've dealt with discrimination, we've dealt with racism, we've dealt with you know the effects of colonization mm. and slavery on our on our race. It was not a, it was a predictable story. In the mm. three episodes I watched, I felt, oh, I know the story. I've seen the story a lot. Mm. Like, you know, it's the story every, of, of a lot of it's, you know it's minority. a story of a lot of people, mm-hmm. minorities who were mm. colonized, who were you know all of those things, and it's also a lot of stories that I've seen in lots of different guises in lots of different cultures. Mm. I think the most interesting part for me, me in this story so far is seeing it from the perspective of a different culture, in this case, the um, the Korean-Japanese yes, relationship. Okay. Mm. And, you know, the story tells us about how that affected the Korean people and the impact even to the Japanese culture as well, even though that's not really explored as much because the fact was obviously a primarily Korean okay. tale. Um, mm. but I think, um, yeah, I mean, look, look, I mean, to be honest, the hype for the show has been a lot and we know that, um, Apple is not going to put their money behind their first K drama that they're fully producing. They don't want to, they don't want to lose her. 
So they're going to like spend all the money to get the right book, which had the right hit, and so they can get the right actors who they know will be a hit, and they'll mm. create a story that they know that has enough feels in it to resonate and enough love in it to resonate. So I mean, they if I was, if it was going to be a checklist of all the right things to oh, do yeah. so they get a hit, they a got, drama. Yes, they've they yeah, they, they got all the raw materials basically. Exactly. I mean, the character actors are the ones that are really getting me right now, as usual. Mm. But I don't know. I, it doesn't feel like the cinematography is also very good, but it doesn't feel like uh, for me, it's not going to be a um, an appointment show. I mean, I'm going to watch it till the end because mm. why not? It's a it's the one from Apple. Everybody's talking about it. It's good for our, for our ratings on the podcast. Mm. But it's not going to be an appointment for me. I'm going to just binge watch it as and when certain times come. But okay. it's not a surprising story or a new mm. story. But I'm, it's going to be a hit. Okay. I'm sure it's going to be. I've, I've read so much about it um, in terms of the publicity and the marketing they're doing. And a lot of people who have read the books, they love the book. So I'm sure it's going to be a good show. And there have been some reviews saying that it's one of the best shows of 2022 already. And this oh, is geez. Western oh, media. This is Western oh, media, not Korean right. media. Um, so I will check it out when it comes out. Um, just over the it's last out, three shows. Uh, oh, you know, I'll check it out later on this weekend <laughs> when I have some, when my headache has like you know subsided and I can watch screens again. Um, yeah, I was about just I'll just touch on the rest of the shows that we're currently watching. Um, so actually, there are two that I'm I'm really enjoying and two where I'm like, mm. and I think we've kind of spoken about the two that are making us feel a bit that are a bit crap, not crap, but just challenging a little bit. So there's forecasting love and weather. I am still watching it. Yes. Did you drop it? Hell to the yes. You dropped it. Okay. Okay. So we talked about this in our last podcast. So forecasting love and weather is the new show from Pat Young, uh, where she plays a meteorologist um, who basically has uh, some complications when her love life and her work life collide. Um, It's also meant to be a bit of a slice of life drama as well. Focusing on this team, uh, I'm sorry, is it KMA, Korea, the Korean Meteorological Agency? But so far, um, I'm not loving this drama. We talked about it, as, you know, as I said before. I don't think Park Min Young's character is great. Uh, it, she's meant to be. She's portrayed as just being not a great leader or manager. Um, and everything about her is one giant contradiction. She's um, in the drama. She's said to be this woman who thinks about or lo- thinks about things carefully. Is very careful before she makes so very decisions. Logical, you know, very, very logical, logical, practical, very practical per person. Yet she jumps into this relationship with this younger dude. She says or does things which are just not in the character that she is portrayed as. It's and it's just weird having this. A male character, Song Kang's character, where he's meant to be almost like the magical young dude who can do anything. So anything he says in terms of like in the show that he goes, actually, you know, this decision is the right decision to take, even though he's a, a he's of lower rank. <laughs> you that the lower rank. character. Fact, he's even not lower no, rank. He, he, he just thinks like they know it all. Fact. Yeah, it's not right. as talented in terms of the technicalities of, of, the, it. of the job. But he just seems to be like, oh yeah, everything he said is meant to be correct. Which I just take umbrage with because yeah, there's some people, and I agree, rank shouldn't matter. But in terms of expertise, he's not meant to be as talented as Pac Myung's character. 
or even like the guy that is also like her like adjacent like her second in command yet he's always he's always portrayed as like he has the answers to everything which i'm like uh why <laughs> that's just it just seems it takes me out there's, there's a strong element of misogyny in there as well the way that Pak Myon's character is being talked about and shown and discussed by the male her male contemporaries within the business the way that they're undermining her based on the fact that she had a relationship with another colleague there's this strong element of the way that she's spoken to mm. by well, at least at least when I remember one of them one of the male characters just pissed me off but then I realized that probably pissed me off because that's real life. So you know. Yeah, that's real life. Um, as I've continued watching, there has been some stuff to come in to balance it out somewhat. Um, her ex, uh, fiance gets his comeuppance in a way. Um, so there's the woman that he's not a comeuppance, but like he seems to be the the he seems to be the broken link. He's showcased that actually he's a bit of an a dipshit, and they give actually some in, interesting reasons why. And the wife that the woman he ends up with is not really it just seems to be the wrong place, wrong time for her, or <laughs> basically, because um, she's not seen as this. She's not portrayed as this. Oh my god, the the woman who stole, um, you know, our you know the female leads um, love interest. So she's the t- the tainted woman. She's actually kind of fleshed out a bit which i which i guess is what's keeping me watching because i'm trying to see if they go to somehow undo all the bullshit that they did in the first in the earlier episodes um but i'm still having uh, i'm still having a hard time watching it because i'm just like it's first it's just a frustrating watch and i'm trying to see what they're going to do in the last i mean i think it finishes this weekend um the last two episodes were the last episode was nothing nothing happened it was there was no progression it was just one stand it was standstill for the whole thing i was actually like okay so what's the point of this episode <laughs> you could just have decreased everything and just made it 14 episodes or you know rather than having this full slate because nothing happens in this episode um but i do i will just, say the pros of the character of the show is that as usual, when K-drama does the dive into a type of occupation or workplace, I always find it fascinating. Um, have not seen a show about meteorologists before. Um, so the whole d- dive into, you know, what they do, it's somewhat a, not a typical work day, but what they have to deal with, the consequences of their jobs, you know, what they do, what they do. I find all that quite appealing and fascinating to watch. Um, I think some of the way this, it's written as well in terms of the um, the weather elements, this kind of slot into the story as an- analogies. Some of it is well done, while some of it isn't. But I'm, I'm always curious to see, okay, what's the title? Okay, so how are they going to use this as an analogy in the story? Um, but overall, uh, it's, 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 it's quite disappointing. <laughs> For Pac Me Young drama, but it's I I haven't given up hope on it yet, and I'm probably going to watch the finale of it as well. Sorry, uh, you want to no, say no, something? No, just just something on that. So um, there was one thing I just wanted to say. Listen, no woman steals any man. Okay, mm. in the same way that no man steals any woman. Everybody's an adult. They open their eyes and use their kurokuro, you know. Oh yeah, but you know how some dramas do, do that thing sometimes because they're like, oh my god. Mm. 
you we, you love only this we're team this not team that you know they usually well, do no, that no no i'm i'm generally mm. always te- I, I can understand being team you know the woman who the jilted woman what i'm trying to say is that what i the narrative and i, I keep trying to change this changes in my own head is when i said oh this woman stole this oh man. no like, the, man, well, the man has no agency exactly he was, was in the relationship so did he ex- and that's another thing that gets me about that because my issue is this if it's in a, if you're in a relationship i know it sounds like a horrible thing but technically the single person didn't do anything wrong should I tell you why? Because they're single. You <laughs> in the relationship are the one that has to watch your wandering parts. It's so it doesn't true. wander, trip and fall into a single. Because you do you know how much heartache you're giving the single girl who's going around being single? She could have gone and be single with somebody else. Exactly. She's now going to come into your useless path and get, you know, get an, uh, hijacked. But anyway, so I doubt I, you, I, doubt I know, you. but look, I love Pac Young. I look forward to her next drama where she's playing the girlfriend for hire. I think that would be way better. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. Um, then the other one, which is not exactly bringing me joy or sparking joy, is 39. Thank you. Thank you for saying it because, because, you know, I called you. Yes, you did. I called you. Yes, you And I did. know the story they're dying trying to tell. And I'm like, it is not the right story for you to be telling in this way. But you start. So 39, as we said before, it's about three women, all at the age of 39, who basically are reckoning with their last year before they come 40, and they have certain events that happen to them. Actually, we're going to talk about it, because what the hell. So one of the characters... Spoiler alert, spoiler spoiler alert. alert, Spoiler alert, but if you haven't watched 39, you won't be surprised. (laughs) Just, you know, for the next, I'll say, 10 minutes. Um, Yes, I will actually just... No, actually, let's do a timestamp thing, so that, you know, when we stop to... We say, go on, you know, we'll tell you what the timestamp is in the comments Mm -hmm. section, so you know how far ahead to jump. That way it's easier. So, um, the three characters in 39, uh, Mijo, played by Son Hye Jin, uh, Chan Young, played by John Mido, and Jo Hee, played by Kim Ji Hyun. So, Cha Young, um, ba- finds out that she has, has a terminal illness and she's going to, unfortunately, she's going to, she's got cancer and, you know, she's going to die and basically refuses to have treatment. Um, and so the story now, <laughs> basically, instead of it being told, in my opinion, from Chan Young's point of view, is then is actually now being told to me from Mijo's point of view because everything seems all roads seems to go to Mijo, even if it's about someone else's illness. That is what my main gripe about this show. Um, as much as I love Sonia Jin, and I do love her, I just I can't really. I don't understand Mijo as a character. She's to me, while she is, she's a she's a good friend. I find her quite selfish, <laughs> um, and I don't get how when your friend is ups- your friend is uh, has a terminal illness, um, how you make that issue about yourself. And that's why so I don't I understand. With, that's why her. I stand with the writing. Me, I just rather have it from Chai Young's point of view, or each woman tells her own story. Because I often also find that that um, Hee is often relegated, and I often think, okay, how is she? How does she, what is her impact here in this close, this you know trio friendship? Because I often feel that it's just Mijo and um, Chai Young, because oftentimes she's you know she's 
either working or I know that that's not real life. It's true. You know, sometimes friends can get together as much as they do, but there are things that they let, they basically leave her out of or things they don't tell her, which I, I'm of, I, I find odd. And I don't know if it's the whole like, okay, it's the star power of the actresses. So we have to center the story on these two actresses because they're quite big. And Kim, um, Kim, Kim Ji-hyun, who's not as big an actress, doesn't get as many lines or as many, a, bigger, a bigger story. And I think that's a shame because I actually kind of, I like Jo Hee because she's seen, well, in the last episode I've, seen, I've watched, She's there as someone that actually has really good insights. Maybe because she's an observer and she doesn't talk much. I don't know. But um, at the moment, I'm not loving the show. Uh, but when, and please, what, sorry, I, I think you wanted to say no, something. No, no, no. Before... So there are a few things you said that I want to touch on. Mm. So firstly, I actually think that Mijo's character was one that was meant to die. Oh, you Honestly, think? I think when it was originally written, I think Major's character was one that was meant to die. They might, they they might still surprise the, the big, The big lead actress. Well, we saw the funeral, so unless something else happens. Ah, true. So, um, so, unless, so I think that, so she's one that's meant to die. So I think they, because they got the big, that big actress who said she wanted to be that character, mm. they're like, oh, we cannot kill her. So we need to give somebody, we need to kill somebody else instead. So they said to um, kill Joey's character. So a few things, totally supporting what she said. For me, from the very beginning, my big gripe, I think I told you, was like, how can I go? How can I, me, myself, go for a medical test with you and another friend of mine? And when the results come out, you do not, nobody tells me, the doctor does not call me in to talk about the results of my illness. They go and call my friend, who then decides to go and tell the whole world before telling the me. <laughs> I, she basically... All the important why so she's so she's going around being distressed about her friend dying, which is good. Mm. Firstly, who the fuck told the doctors go and tell her their information? Number one. Number two, why are you crying more than the bereaved? Like literally, the person who is dying did not cry as much as you. And by the way, this pancreatic cancer trope is coming up a lot in all of K dramas. I know. Also in um, that one that you guys do not like with that pretty girl. I know what you're talking about, but I've yeah. forgotten. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. So, but anyway, mm. so so why why is it that the person literally the person who is dying did not cry mm. as much as Mijo's character? And I agree with you. The story is meant to be the uh, the real story is actually about meant to be about the death of Choi's character and how she is going to Chayang. leave um, the next Chayong's character, sorry, mm. and she's going to leave the next year as the best you know terminally ill person. Mm. But the story never really goes into that. I mean, let's look at the the scene where um, Mijo's character goes and begs. Um, Choi's um, Chayong's you know, like Cha- I can never remember him. Yeah, Chayong's guy, you know, boy, guy no, boy, boy, cheating married boyfriend, wife. man, married, yes. boy, yeah, married boyfriend, Mar- yeah, married boyfriend. So t- yeah. think about it. If it was Mijo that was meant to be dying, and that scene happened, and she came out and did the begging, wouldn't that make a lot more sense? Yeah, exactly. Or oh, she just one. simply said, "Can you just leave them? She's dying." Rather than the over the top. Oh, I'm wearing exactly. my socks. I'm crying. I, I, I'm I was like, and they think they should think because she has a panic attack. I'm like, okay, listen, lady. Exactly. Um, so all of that. So there's all of that, and I agree with you as well. The story. Um, the other character whose name I keep. Yeah, you know all the names. Jo- of people, yeah, but Jo-hee, yeah, Joey, Joey. Jo- so no, not Joey. Not the one that's dying. The one, the friend that keeps. Joey's not dying. It's Joey. Yeah, Chayong is one dying. Mm. Okay, yeah, Joey. So everything that she does, her. Her, the way that she looks, I mean, firstly, who the fuck throws away um, a lottery, lottery ticket tickets of 7 million won? Who 
Who the fuck throws that? Because I want to give you my luck. Fuck that shit. I'm going to take that one and we're going to go shopping. I'm going to take that one and we're going to go on the trip. What the fuck? Anyway. Anyway. Because anyway. the woman is dying. It's called a terminal illness for a reason. You throw in the world that money doesn't help you. And what about your family? I want to go and, go and quit your goddamn job as well. And you still don't have any goddamn money. You have seven million. I know. Your job That's why I was. Uh, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So. Moving away from that rant. Um, so there's all of that. The male characters in the show are interesting but problematic. I like the fact that the male characters are very much relegated to second lead in mm-hmm. the show, which I think is good, good because it is yeah. very much about the story about the women. Yes, I agree. But every single one of these guys are problem. Well, except for Mijo's guy, who just seems a bit wet. He's wet, but he's the dum-dum. Because I don't understand how he's meant to be this open guy who thinks about things and wants to solve problems. That He he can't just simply tell her that I can't meet your family because I have issues with my dad. Exactly. But hey, listen, the guy got his dick wet on first first episode, so well done to him. But anyway, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, that whole, the male characters, and I'm still very curious as to, okay, so you met the guy first. But then something happened and you were still together. But he managed to go to America and go and impregnate on that woman and then come back and marry her. What the heck? Like, that is a story I am want to know what happened in. I don't need you dragging me through Miho's, Mijo's um, emotional maelstrom about only God knows what. Because she is not the center of the story. Nope. She isn't. And that is why I said Mijo was meant to die. If you look at that story, like really honestly look mm. at that story, the way it's been laid out, it makes better sense if Mijo's character was one that was meant to die. And then she finds out about it. Yep. And then in doing that and trying to be the happiest person, um, you know, terminal heel person, yep. uh, the girl who is now dying. Who's yeah, Chayang. Mm. Chayang is the one who's trying to find her mother for her before yes. she dies. And she's also trying to, you know, and then you have our other friend, the one that Jo-hee, did her job, yeah. Johi, who is now, you know, who now gets a revelation mm-hmm. on the back of Mijo's character dying. And then it now makes sense that Mijo is now trying to save her friend from a bad relationship before she dies because that's her way of giving back and she's going to go and find her mother so all of that makes sense if mijo is dying if they are centering the story on mijo but however they're not centering the story they're not that's not the case so i'm having to listen to somebody who is an observer take over a story that is not hers i even think it would be better if joe was the main narrator on this Exactly, least, because, because it's, least, it's, it's third like, party looking in, exactly. and it makes sense. Her role in that in that trifecta of friendship makes sense. Right now, you're right. They keep cutting her out of things. They keep leaving her out of things. And yes, she has to work. But I'm very sorry. That's why you have a freaking mobile phone. She's always the last to know. She's always the one that's left out. And I think that's unfair. You can't take away a three way relationship. Yes, there's no, it's not, never going to be equal. There's never going to be thirty three percent across the board. Of course, but, but it is going to be that there should be that sense that that third party is as valuable to the friendship group that's as it. the other parties. And that currently she it. doesn't seem valuable. She seems almost like a tack on and she's not treated very well, I don't think. I don't think she is treated well at all. I, I don't know. Because I, I do think, not okay. Not for a 20-year friendship. No, exactly. That's why I was like, it's, this is 20 years that you guys are homies. Mm. How come I don't feel it? I do say one thing the drama does do well is... I do love the relationship with the sisters, um, Mijo and her sister. Mm. I love the relationship with Mijo and her family, her parents, as in that's all done No, I like the relationship of each of the characters uh, and with their, their family. families. And Those even, are really good. Yeah, and even sometimes... I love the handbags. I love the goddamn handbags. The handbags, handbags are brilliant. But the, the, the OTT-ness of it all sometimes rubs me the wrong way. And sorry, there's something that I remembered... Um, 
this the sprinkling of all this Mac Jan shit, like birth secrets. I'm just like, well, I, I, I really maybe because I thought Deathly Nine was going to be a fun drama I'm, with three women in their th- you know, having like a year of fun before they turn forty or something. I didn't expect this, which is hand wrangling, you know, kind of like shit. Someone's dying. This is just depressing, and Dubai, people having emotional affairs. It's just no, but Dubai. Even if if that was the even if let even let even say there was the hand wringing and everything, and it wasn't what we thought it should be. Could I be honestly better, still could be done better. Exactly. I honestly believe, still believe that if that story was shifted mm. and the narrative was oh, yeah. shifted, it would make a big difference. Yeah. All of that sort of makes better sense. Mm. Even with the birth secret and everything makes better sense if the narrative is shifted from who it's shifted to mm. yeah, for the story. And yes, I mean, it is 39 is a very difficult age for many reasons because everybody keeps telling you about, you know, turning 40 and the impact of having 40 in your life. It does affect friendship. It does affect your life. It does tell you to, yeah, go get yourself checked out of the hospital because shit could be happening in your body. But I think what lets the story down, what truly lets the story down, is when they're acting. It's the way the script, I honestly think, was changed yeah. from what it originally was meant to be. I can imagine the person who plays Mijo saying that, no, I want to become Mijo. And suddenly, the, because of all the issues around the ocean, she's getting married soon and all those things. We're saying we cannot kill off this character. Mm, so we yeah. need to shift the story yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, I And I can, can, I can see that decision being made. And that was a bad decision. If that decision was made, whoever made that decision made a very bad decision because you undermine what could have been a really good story and i really wanted to watch it because i just thought it was going to be fun yes it was, going to, it was going to be a bunch of yes there was going to be there were going to be issues they were going to go through drama yes they could even be having an emotional affair but it was it's almost like you know those snippets that they have between the shows in the first couple of episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is what i kind of expected mm, throughout the show but no <laughs> because that's exactly. not what we got and it's a shame it's a i shame. mean i know Kay Netson's, because I was reading an article about saying Kay Netson's hates the emotional affair. They hate, like, the whole the tragic backstory, but they love Sun Hye Jin. So mm-hmm. I think you're right on the money. I think they just wouldn't... I think it would have been a more interesting story if Sun Hye Jin's character did die, but maybe that's not what they felt the public wanted. But then I think they could have just been brave and just done it anyway. But there yeah. you go. That's 39, which I'm not well, loving. There's too much money there. There's too much money on the table, I think, for them to have done that. Exactly. Maybe. There's too much money. And then on to the two good shows that I'm loving at the moment. Um, so one is um, 25, 21. We hold our hands up. We're wrong. I watched We're half an wrong. episode and I ran my mouth from the podcast and I said, eh, I I'm not one sure. Episode. I and ran then, what trips I ran my mouth. And I agree. I, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna finish the half episode. And then I said I was there on my continue watching. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it because I loved if and I said I think I said this when I um first talked about the show was that I was like, Oh, Kim Terry is really good in this. <laughs> so I was like, Yeah, but I'm not sold on the show. And when I completed that episode, I just watched I think the next five in succession because I was like, This is so good. Kid Terry is so good in this. Um, twenty five, twenty one is a, a drama about um a girl called what's her name in it? Oh God, um Nahido. Kim Har- Harry. No, her name in it. Na- Nahido. Yeah, is it Nahido? Oh, no, this is Nahido. Yeah, yeah, Nahido. Uh, and she's a fencer, 
And, um, oh, that's, I was watching the other show. It's the other show I remember that's called Harry. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Harry's, um, oh, Harry's business, business proposal. proposal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's a fencer who um, is in high school. Um, and she, uh, the show follows her, how she basically becomes a, uh, she becomes an amateur fencer to becoming an Olympian, it seems. Um, but also talks about, also shows like, uh, it's a slice of life with her and her friends. And it's also kind of a look back drama. One of these look back dramas that Korean people love because it's looking back between the years of 1997 to it seems uh 2002 it looks like it might be um and it's, it's basically just towards the turn of the millennium yeah turn of the millennium and um and during the IFA, imf crisis this, yeah from, yeah that's why it's from 1997 and, like, world, 2002. and it stars kim terry who is you know to me i always class her in the same category as lee kwan su as someone I see more in movies than in TV shows. Um, but she was in The Handmaiden. Um, but the TV shows that she's done that I'm sure most people watch is Mr. Sunshine. Um, and she's so good in this. Uh, last time I saw her was in Space... Uh, what's it called? Space thingy with... Um, sweepers. Space Sweepers, where she was playing a sort of like um, pirate captain. Um, but she's a revelation in this. And Nam Jo Hyuk as well. Nam Jo Hyuk, I had... A lot of a little reticence in watching him because I really didn't like his last drama startup. I really hated his character in that. But this drama has kind of made me fall back in love again with him because I loved him in um, weightlifting fairy book two. I based that was the show that made me fall in love with him. I just thought he was so good in that, and that's the show that made me watch everything else that he's done. And he's actually brought me back to the Kim Book two levels of adoration I had for him. Because he's just, the character he plays in this, he's just, he's just, I, I can't actually think of any other actor in his range that I actually would want for this character. He's just doing it so well, just so well. But I just love everything about it. I think they have chemistry. I like the story. The look into fencing, once again, when the Korean drama centers on something and they kind of educate you <laughs> on the thing. I mean, I watch fencing I mean, my my older brother and I love watching the Summer Olympics every time it's on. And yeah, those are the times when we watch the odd sports, um, you know, sports like fencing or, um, God, the one with the, uh, the one on ice with the broomsticks, I forgot the name. Curling. Now. Curling. Um, and there was a year, was the Rio Olympics, that we got into fencing. And just because we just thought it was so technically done, the way they did it, it was just so... Like if Apple was doing a an event it would be fencing it just was clean and there's a lot of tech on display and i just thought wow it's come a long way from when i used to watch it when i was a kid um so that was like my the that's the, my only time when i get in contact with fencing <laughs> so watching a show about a fencer and what goes into in it and the sports and what the sport comprises of and everything has it was fascinating as shit and it, i just enjoy the characters and you know the story and just like the little obviously the nostalgia thing about you know the early the 90s and the music that were, were, you know was you know was uh, around then and the toys we used to play then and the books we used to read then it's just it's just really for me at the moment it's a nice blanket <laughs> because it's i there are not a lot of things at the moment i'm watching where it just brings me pure joy and this show actually does. It just, 
I know it makes me feel very happy, even when I think about it. I just really love it, and I cannot wait for this week, this weekend's episodes. I don't know how you feel, Wendy. I just love it. So I I agree. I mean, like I said, there are two shows that I have the word charming next to them, and this is one of them. I think, like you, Charmless. well, I actually finished watching all of episode one the, for the first show, and I really wasn't that keen. But then he sent me a message as to watch that. So let me watch episode two, and I'm not gonna lie. Once I got into episode two, I think once they got through that weird introduction that I felt was happening in episode one, mm. it really got into its own. Now, mm. just for a reference, for those of you who don't know about sports and you hear fencing, it doesn't mean when you steal something and then pass to a fence who then sells it to somebody else. It's an act. <laughs> I didn't, know that. I didn't even know oh, that. No, it, is, it, it is a thing. Yeah, I, I know about fencing. It's all the books I read and all the shows I watch. So it's basically a, a, a game that, uh, sorry, a sport that involves using um, um, swords, but not broad swords. They're mm. more like, um, I forget what sort of swords they are, but they're the name. Yeah. Yeah, this particular one, I forgot what it is. I remembered it before. Um, that they used to, you know, poke each other basically and try and win points. Um, so yes, it does follow a very specific period, I think, in Korean history. Rapiers. Yes, rapiers, that's the word. So, and yes, it's rapiers. So R A I P E R S, mm-hmm. not the Rape. one that, what it sounds like. No, exactly. not, not like what it sounds like now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, so it just for a very specific point, I think, in Korean history, which was interesting because we're 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 shown the impact it has on students and the life of students and the choices that they have to make, mm. and we see that not just in um, what's the name of that girl again? Um, Nihido. Nahido. Mm, mm. Don't just see it. We don't see it in Nahido's character. We also see it in the male male character, yes. and also her friends, mm-hmm. the life of her friends. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting. It was also interesting. How it was that you know, it seems that during that time, if you were into sports, you were not. You didn't need to study. You I were allowed know. To be dumb, dumb. <laughs> You literally were allowed. To, you, were, you talk about being passed through the the. You were allowed to be a dumb dumb if you did not. If but now I think even as a sports person, you also need to get some sort of accolades under your belt. Yeah. Educational accolades under your belt. Mm. I think for the main male lead, whose name I've forgotten, he Nam was Jae-Hyuk. also yeah. Namjoo Hyuk. You see, it was it was very very interesting watching him because yes, you know we watched that weird nurse show that he was in. Yeah, nurse shit. files. Watch startup, which I don't have. A, I don't have as virulent feelings about as you do. It's all right. Calm down. Calm the fuck down. But I you know, yeah. But it was really, it was a revelation to see him here because I can't see the maturity of, I can see his maturity as an actor from weightlifting theory, number one. I can see the maturity of his um, comedic timing. And interestingly, there was, there's a part that I know that it's him just hamming it up because there are parts when he puts his hand on his and he's like, oh, I know, oh my God, yes. shut her up. That is, you can totally see him. You can just imagine him on set saying, ha ha, look at me hamming that up because it looks as though he's getting more and more comfortable, interesting enough in the role itself, which I think, um, which I think works for the character and I think works for, sure. for the story that is being told. Sure. Um, I think the relationships that they have, the friendship group relationship, oh. the development of it is very beautiful. Gorgeous. I do think there are certain extremes that, you know, do tend to happen in this sort of show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very the extreme of you know very idealistic the extreme yeah. oh i hate you and the extreme i don't hate you mm. and of course we also are introduced to um Nahido in the future because it's a story of actually her daughter mm. looking back looking at the story of her mother through the series of journals that she mm. finds of her mother's when she was born they were about the same age mm. and um it it gives a, a very warm take on the intergenerational relationship mm. between her grandmother her mother and her mother that's the the child who's looking oh back. yeah it, it, and also the relationship between Nahido and her mother and is well. that's very mm-hmm. fraught um and the last i watched the last i think the last one that just got out and it was it was it was 
the relationship was very telling in certain things that happened in that episode. Mm. But it was also telling about just general mother-daughter relationship about how you cannot be friends for more than five minutes at a time, basically. I know. <laughs> so so that, was, that was a lot of fun. So I, I do, for me, it is appointment TV. It is a show that I am going to. And I, when it comes out, I'm like, oh my God, I need to watch just leave it. I know. So I can be the right, right mental space so I can watch it so it can calm my soul. So really, truly enjoying that. I, um... I am curious to see how it's going to end. I would, I know oh. how I would like it to end. I know how I would like it to end. But Tom might decide to throw a wrench in my plan. Same. And if they throw a wrench in my plan, then I will hate the show. No, I'm sorry. I watched the it might episode be great. on Sunday. No, on Monday night. And I actually said, I actually stopped. I was like, if these fuckers end, end this, like, and I said, well, I, I think you know what we're thinking. I was like, I will go down to Korea and I will burn down Netflix Korea. Like that. But that's yes. A, that's a promise. <laughs> okay, so please don't let her into Korea, South Korea because then we're going to end up promise. in jail. And I love you, but I don't do jail in. Oh, actually, jail in Korea is probably the best jail you could be in. To be I probably. In but, South Korea. But seriously, it's. <laughs> so, I'd yeah, be so, very pissed if this stick the landing. Be, so if they do not end this in the way I want it to end, if they decide to be experimental with my emotions, if they do a fucking if they do that. I will not forgive them. If they do I it, will not go to Korea and burn down Netflix Korea. I will. I will find worry, the will. DP and the writer, and I should give them a Mac Jung slap. No. They shall be slapped with kimchi. I, you, okay, you do that, then I'll burn down. Yes. The, I'll burn down. To end up in Korean jails, which you know, Texas is, is probably the best place to be it's based fine. on TV shows, but reality is probably different than. Don't that. worry, I've got Freddie anyway, there now. She will help us out. Oh, we build okay, money. That's all right. So, so oh, that's all right. Then we're good with that. So yeah, so it needs to end the way it needs to end. Otherwise, oh. we are going. We are going to South. We don't have the money for South Korea. There's a pandemic out there, but we will be dear. Wendy, suddenly you just you just see us. Wendy, you have to do what you did before in terms mm-hmm. of like, if it ends horribly, and you know I have not watched it. You need to tell me. You need to tell me like what you did with Dodo Fat. You need to tell. You need to go. Japan. <laughs> Have you watched the last episode? And I'll probably say, "Oh no, I'm waiting. I'm um, go watch later." Like, and I'll be like, "Just go tell watch me." It. And they call me when Just, you have watched it. You need to tell me, I have so I can words. prepare I have myself. Opinions because yes, I'm sure. ready to kill someone. <laughs> if it, is a, it is. Oh, it is no, such I... a beautifully charming. It's so good. Well told story. So good. It is, as I've said, there except there are parts where it's a bit overblown, but, but it's sometimes you need that. Yes, it's understandable it's in the well. context of what it is that we're mm. watching. And mm. I think each episode, unlike a lot of shows, actually has something interesting that it's telling you about the sport, about the relationship. Yep. And the characters are very well formed within each part of this. Yeah. So, yeah, so let's see how it ends. And um, But so far, definitely, definitely on my watch list. Same. And then the second one is, that we're both enjoying. Uh, the second one we're both enjoying is a business proposal. Um, I... I had so much trepidation about this drama. I think I saw Wendy this as well. Um, A Business Proposal is my favorite webtoon. Is my favorite webtoon. I was, when I was reading this webtoon, my little brother was in the next room and would hear me laughing at one o'clock in the morning. So much so that he will come in to say, what's wrong with you? (laughs) What's making you laugh? It's such a, it's like a very tropey story. Um, It's about a CEO who's basically um, told by his grandfather, who's the chairman, that he needed to, be, he needed to get a wife. Um, so he goes on this series of blind dates and then he decided to take matters into his own hands and basically just married the very first woman 
um, that came on this blind date so that he could get his grandfather off his back. So obviously it's about, you know, and it, it basically like a, not friends enemies to lovers, to lovers, enemies to lovers, enemies to lovers yeah, and, um, you know, power than billionaire to, you know, normal person, Person, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. And I loved it because not only did I like well, the main did, character... Well, you didn't, you didn't go, you didn't finish, you didn't finish because... He makes a decision to go on all of these blind dates and mind the next person that he goes on a blind date no, with. That's what I said. How, yeah, however, 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 oh, but that's the next good blind part. date. That's the good yeah, part. But, yeah, but yeah, however, the, okay, however, the next blind date he goes on mm. turns out interesting, and this is where you meet the male. And so, it's where you meet the female, okay, true, male female lead. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, the reason why I really liked the webtoon was that not that I liked the, the main character, I loved the secondary character as well. In fact, I think I liked the secondary character more than the main character in the, the webtoon. Female, the, yeah. the secondary female character. Secondary female um, character. So okay. the main, the female character had a best friend and the best friend basically falls in love with um, the main character's... Uh, I'll say the Chibble's, his brother, the Chibble's best friend, yeah, the Chibble's best friend, the Chibble's well, yeah. best friend, and I also then love the characters, the relationship between the characters themselves. So the depiction of female friendship in this webtoon is so good, in the sense of that when I started watching the drama, I was like, oh my god, this actress is going to be, are they going to be able to portray this friendship because of, they were really close in the in the um in the webtoon. Um, so much so that there's like a vignette of whenever the female main female character is trying to make a decision. You know, everyone has the angel and the devil. Um, and she ha- always had the angel, the devil, and her, her best friend <laughs> is one of them. So anytime they make a decision, her angel and devil are like, right, get blah, blah, blah. We need to, <laughs> we need it, we need to get um, thinking, Harry to make the right decision here. That was basically how close their friendship was depicted in this um, webtoon. So I would do a little thing. So when I heard there was going to be uh, a drama, I was like, oh, shit. I think we're going to bring out the spirit of the webtoon because webtoon is hilarious. They had the little vignettes. And everything, and I was like, "How are they go portray that? Is it going to be good? I don't know." And then I watched the first episode, and I was like, "Yeah, they got this. They are, they got this. This is going to be good, and it has been brilliant." I think that the webtoon is basically a giant play box where there are so many tools they could play with, and I think that's what they've done in the adaptation. They've drawn out a lot of things, like especially the grandpa's love of dramas, because that's evidence in the webtoon, and I love how they've drawn that out in the drama they've even made like an ongoing drama <laughs> an ongoing back jag um, that he watches they've made that like a, a you know a reoccurring theme within within the drama itself and they just play to all the tropes they know that it's a trope but they're just playing with everything down to the you know to the kimchi slaps and the you know the um chicken leg slap chicken leg slap the, the um you know our beloved mother where the mother obviously thinks that you know the whoever the son is marrying is not good enough it's this it's, is the mark jack that's inside the show inside the show not the show, inside itself, the show. but the show itself is tropey itself but mm-hmm. oh, it's yes, a good tropey the only thing i had uh, like uh, really with was the fact that they gave the male lead this whole fucking trauma thing um it doesn't he the character doesn't have that in the webtoon and i was just happy that he was just a guy that was basically in love with this girl and there was no issues there was no one trying to take over the company blah blah, blah. it was just straight but in the in the drama they're giving him trauma something has happened with his parents or, or something i don't know i'm sure that will be revealed later on but um that's like my only thing i'm going eh. but they're making it work i guess um and also 
I'm not 100% there with the acting of the male lead, Hyun Sup. Uh, I like him. I really liked him in My Father is Strange. Really liked him in 30 for 17. Probably one of the reasons to watch 30 for 17, apart from the main actress in that. But I, he's not quite hitting it for me. Um, but he's good. But there's some times when I'm like, uh, okay, could be better. But eh, he's still good, though. He's all right. He's all right. But... That's the only, the only two issues I have with the show. Everything else to me is tick, 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 tick. Absolutely mm. love it. Okay. Yeah. So I think for my side, it kind of makes it, I mean, not necessarily that's a trauma, but they just need to explain as to why. I don't know. I didn't watch the webtoon, so I'm not quite sure yeah. how that works. I'm sure it's to be reversed. But there has to be some sort of reason why it is that the main male lead is being raised by his grandfather. Mm. So I don't know if that was explained in the webtoon. That, yeah, but, just his parents but I know that, so it, but. Okay, so mm. I mean, yeah, the trauma is meant to be sort of add that emotional element to him because mm. you know he has a lot of weird ticks and things that he does. So the mm. idea is that okay, maybe that's meant to explain some of that away. Mm. Like you, I fully buy into the fact that yes, I really, I'm enjoying the depiction of the female friendship. I'm enjoying the depiction even of the male friendship to some degree. Um, I do think that um, the way that the character evolution is being done, I love the Mac Jag in the show. Mm-hmm. That is me. I just think it's being done because you know when, when you see with the mother come with the kimchi slap and then she goes to Shuman, just does the chicken slap and yeah. like she even hits her with the chicken. <laughs> and I like the bits where they're talking about product placement. I was like, why? Is, why is he so rich and buying a shitty, I know. Um, a shitty jump? And they're like, well, yeah, well, you know, because you know it's product placement it's and shit like that. So it was, it was really, really, really a joy to watch all of those sort of things. I find that I agree with you regarding the main male lead. I think he is the weakest link. I think he doesn't, he's the less charming part of the mm. show. Because for me, there's a frustration as to, he doesn't really step into that dapper role, that suave role yeah. that goes with the fact that I am brilliant and all of those sort of things. I don't buy it. He's a bit, he seems a bit somewhat hesitant. Yeah, he's not fully role. committed. I don't know. Exactly. So he's not, he's not just as though he's fully committed to that. I also have, I had a bit of an issue as well with the way that the main male leader and his best friend are. Their relationship is, yes, meant to be close, but it's stilted. It seems very stilted somehow. It's, it's, and I'm not sure. If it's I think the actor. it's got to be revealed. I don't know. I don't I know. know. If it's the actor, or it, so something happened in the webtoon that yeah, explains that it. Oh no! Oh no! no. Like, we know the. I I know like, the relationship between. I know how the relationship mm. with him and his um and his this best friend came about mm. because that way that's alluded to like in the couple mm. of episodes into the main show. But because of course, it was part of it was in the first episode when I was cleaning this, yeah, you can so see like, what the heck is going on, yeah. But then later on, it sort of explained, I think, a couple of episodes down when the main lead goes to go and pick him up, mm. so we get that. Sorry, the um, the um, his best friend goes to go and pick him up, yeah. So there's an explanation there, but it is a stilt, there's a stilt in that relationship, which okay, maybe hopefully they'll explain further on. And I was ne- very nearly pissed off with how long they took to for him to discover who she was. Because I'm like, I know you are saying she's wearing makeup, but that makeup is not that heavy. Okay, that hairstyle is not that heavy. There is not that much. I mean, this girl did not go from black to white. She's basically, I'm looking at her like, that face did not change. Even if she was sculpting, there's a limit to the amount of sculpting she could have done on that makeup. So for me, it very nearly pissed me off. And then they did a reveal. Yes, was, yes, I know. I it's know. good you made that reveal now. Otherwise, I would have had to be getting you know, pissed off with you. <laughs> Um, there's, uh, the, the, one of the things that I'm looking at as I'm, the thing that's really, really irritating me. And again, this is because of the closeness to reality is that goddamn chef and his <laughs> oh! goddamn girlfriend. I know, I know you hate that because when he hates, 
Many doesn't think that a man and a woman can be friends. No, 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 no. I don't. Well, firstly, it turns out that it can't be friends, can't, doesn't it? Because of everything I went on the goddamn show. But what pissed me off is not about the male and female being friends bit. What pissed me off is this asshole who kept her on ice. I know until something until until he sees onto somebody else. Guy finds attractive. He has the he has the, the, the audacity to do that to send her on a concert and embarrass her, I embarrassing know. her, and then has the dick. audacity to now be saying that bullshit. And I'm like, bitch, please. And then his random ass girlfriend. I'm like, madam. Hold your man in check. So, that pisses me off. Regarding my love friendship, just in case anybody um, is listening, yes, when I was young, I believed in that narrative that men and women could be friends. I lied to myself. However, as I've now seen in reality as grown up, no. No, they cannot be friends. They cannot be friends because even if they're friends and they don't knock together and get together in the beginning, when you die, they will get together. When you are not around, they will get together. The possibility that they're never going to get in a relationship is not possible. Even, they will, even if they're friends now, they probably slept together in the past and decided to be friends. Men and women cannot be friends. Listen, if I meet you in real life, any man out there, whoever decides to date me because of all of their bullshit, I meet you and you tell me you have a female friend. The first question I'm going to ask <laughs> is, how, I'm, no, I'm going, the first question I'm going to ask is, can you break up your friendship? Because I don't get involved in that yet. She's like, hey, yeah, we'll be friends. I say, okay, you know something? Why don't you date her? You and I will be friends. I let us see how she likes it. Let me and you be friends. I let us see how this your female friend likes me in that mix as your friend. Then you tell me that you guys, nothing going on between both of you. So either break up with a friend or you broke up with me. I'm sorry. I am not, I don't, I don't, I don't play that way. I don't play that ish. Oh my but God. Anyway, that's a different, that's a totally different that, story yeah, altogether. That's where this does, but, but yeah, I so that is it. Those yeah. are all the shows we watch. And I say we, yeah. for the fact that we only watch like a limited number of shows, we took up all the airspace. Because the, the good ones are good and the middle of yes, the road and, and the, the crappy ones, ones are, are really bad, bad, basically. But yeah, I, yeah. I've saved the new episodes of uh, Business Proposal to watch this afternoon, hopefully to help mm-hmm. with my headache. And then I could start start with Pachinko, but this was fun. It was, was fun, fun. and, uh, and um, as usual, it's been a lot of it's been a pleasure sort of catching up with you here. Follow us on our social media. We're on Instagram and what is it on Instagram here? Popgram at Popgram Podcast. Tell us what you have, what your thoughts on any of the shows. Are you loving Business Proposal as well? Yeah, thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Are we got it wrong on forecasting love and weather? Yeah, no, we did not get that wrong. Nobody that comes out saying got that wrong is not watching. So, if, I mean, I would like Never. to hear people's thoughts on thirty nine because, like I said, um, do you think that the character that they changed the they changed the story because of the popular actress that took on the role of Mijo? I'd really like to hear people's thoughts on it because I honestly mm. think that that is the case. And yeah, so it would be good to hear your thoughts. And anybody, nobody come back to me and tell me that Duboman is good, okay? And that's stupid. <laughs> nobody come back to me on that one either because that is just shit. I'm not I'm not watching that crap anymore. And Crazy Love, Crystal Young, you could have done better. <laughs> Okay. Just saying, just throwing that out there. But on, yeah, and on, Pachinko, on yeah, we know it's going to be popular. And yeah, so do that. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> that note. Thank you very much. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Mo. Thank, Thank you, you, everybody, for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, Kanda. Bye bye.